high school holla. Me, I'm all away. Yo, 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 stand up, Chicago. It's time for the high school holiday sports show. Brought to you by Sullivan's original barbecue sauce. It puts the thrill in every meal you grill. Digital World Wireless, providing cell phone and wireless needs for the entire South Suburban area. The Chatham Management Group, managing the careers of artists, songwriters, producers, and professional athletes from around the globe. Come, let your star shine with us. Chicago, it's time for the High School Holla Sports Show. Holla Chicago! Welcome to another edition of the H2S2 Show. I'm Steven Spoon Ramsey, representing the great class of 1988. Welcome family and everyone listening from all parts of Chicago and those of you from around the suburban areas as well. It's time for another two hours of high school sports. Yes, we have officially moved to a new time slot. Thank you all for joining us this Saturday morning. We are also on with you for an additional hour to 12 noon. First, I have to wish my baby, Sydney Ayanna Ramsey, a very happy 13th birthday. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I officially have a teenager now. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Thank you very much, Captain Kirk. Want to say holla to Captain Kirk out there. Curtis D. Randall punching the buttons for us. Any fathers out there with any teenage daughter advice, <laughs> call me up. <laughs> Please, <laughs> I can use it. I feel like I got a, a lot of information I'm going to need to gather. Also, call us up if you want to be a part of the discussion today. Uh, as we're working on the phone lines right now, we'll see what's happening. 312-754-4333. This morning, we'll talk with another coach in the coaches' chatter. We'll also introduce you to another talented student athlete. This young lady comes to us from Queen of Peace from the city's Burbank area in the other side of Chicago. In Diva Sports, we'll review another battle of Vincennes, this time the IHSA Girls Super Sectionals. Also, we'll take a closer look at two CPS schools and how they fared in IHSA 3A basketball states. Uh, semifinals. Also, we'll see if our Lady Broncos and Martini how they fared down there as well. And as you know, the state championships are just around the corner. We'll also check out the IHSA's boys regional brackets and city hoops. Let's kick it this morning. We're going to tip things off with IHSA boys regional basketball scores inside the H2S2 center court scoreboard brought to you by Digital World Wireless, servicing all of the South Suburbs wireless and electronic needs. For more information, contact Jamar Wright at 708-332-0473. Let's start with the CPS matchups within the 1A IHSA Regionals. We had Chicago John Hope taking on Chicago Hope Academy, Christian Hope Academy, which the Christian Hope Academy Came out on top, 79 to 38. The game was at Quest Gym. And, man, I'm telling you, it was a showdown. Eli Nasdier and Rochelle Zell 
uh, Cooper all came out on top in that game. So 79-38 was the score in that one. These teams, Chicago Hope Academy will advance. They'll play again on Monday as they take on East Dubois. Now in the 2A boys sectional, Collins Academy took on Providence St. Mel's. They were victorious by 358 to 55, while Orr, the Spartans, took on DePaul College Prep, winning by 1064 to 54. Those two teams advanced to Monday night's matchup between Collins and Orr. That'll take place at Joliet Central, the super sectional matchup. The winner of that will go down state. So good luck to them. And three. A boys action we have the Chicago Bogan took on the urban prep out of Inglewood they won the Bogan Bengals took that one 68 to 51 as they will now go on and go a little further Hyde Park took on St. Rita but they failed to the Mustangs 65 to 63 Chicago Fenwick and Chicago Noble I UIC played and that was a blowout as the Friars to 52 closed that one out. Farragut, you remember Reginald Strong. He was once a shining star here on the show. They took on Prospectus IIT Math and Science. They won by 14, 54 to 40. And those are the CPS schools that are, will advance a little further. North Lawndale also played 86 over Phillips, 57. Chicago Morgan Park took on Noble Butler, and they were victorious, 81-64. Country Club Hills, Hillcrest, and Joliet Catholic Academy, they played. They, the Hillcrest was winners by 20, 57-37. Man, these games are blowouts. Chicago Western House took on Marshall, and they won by 6, 60-54. Chicago Foreman was victorious over Nor Norridge Ridgewood 42 to 29 North Chicago defeated Chicago Lakeview I'm defeated Chicago Lakeview 59 to 42 and also going into the next phase we also have Monday night's games to be played North Chicago would take on Antioch ben, uh let's see here Oak Park Fenwick would take on Westinghouse. Chicago Morgan Park would take on Brooks, who defeated CVS. I'm sorry, wife. CVS couldn't make it. The Cavaliers were not winners. But I'm not going to focus on that. I love you, wife. <laughs> My wife, a CVS alum. So those are the hot games going on on Monday. Let's go to some 4A boys high school action as we look at Simeon. Taking on Marion Catholic uh, out of Chicago Heights. They were victorious by 13, 56 to 43. The Wolverines move on. Lincoln Park, 66 to 54. The Dolphins advance in that one. Also, Curie took on Proviso East out of Maywood. Curie advanced, winning by 69, 44. That's going to be some great matchups there. Now, here's a game everyone anticipated out of home with Flossmore. Chicago Brother Rice took on the Vikings of home with Flossmore. And the Crusaders were victorious. 57-50 was the score in that one. Joliet Central 
over Frankfurt, Lincoln Way East, 59-49. Chicago Kenwood moves on as they defeated Proviso West, 69-45. Calumet City Thornton Fractional North fell to Chicago Maris, 89-66. Maris moves on. The Redbirds are flying. Now Harvey Thornton out of Harvey, Illinois, took on Chicago Heights Bloom Township, and they won by 11, 81 to 70. The Thornton, they're going on. Alonzo Verge, Coach uh, Streets, they move forward in that one. Also, Bolingbrook defeated Lamont. Oh, man, Coach uh, Lamont couldn't make it. 63 to 54, Bolingbrook moves on. We had uh, uh, Coach Ronas on the show. He was a coach's chatter. So, great season for the Lamont people out there. Loyola Academy moves on, defeating New Trail 43 to 40. Eviston Township, that's a matchup that that's a team everybody's watching right now. Defeated Deerfield 59 to 42. Now, the 4A boys matchups go as such on Monday. It will be Chicago Curie taking on Oak Park River Forest at 7 p.m. Simeon taking on the Redbirds of Maris. The Wolverines playing the Redbirds at 7 p.m. That will take place at Thornwood in South Holland. And as I mentioned before, Curie taking on Oak Park River Forest. That will take place at Proviso East in Maywood. So if you want to go out there and see that. Loyola Academy, that would take place at Waukegan High School. These are sectional semifinal games that we're speaking of right now. And Bolingbrook would take on Aurora, West Aurora, at the sectional semifinals on Monday at Lincoln Way West in Frankfurt. Now, those are some of the scores. And we, you can always catch many more scores from the week by going to our website, at urbanfieldhousemedia.com. That was the H2S2 Center Court Scoreboard brought to you by Digital World Wireless. Remember, you can always go to our website, click on the menu option, H2S2 Scoreboard, and catch the rest of the scores throughout the week. After the break, we'll sit down with the one of the head coaches of Queen of Peace. He's a gentleman that implements pride in the Peace Pride. We're going to talk to the athletic director and girls head basketball coach, George Shimko, after this. So go grab a snack, because we'll be right back. It's the High School Holler Sports Show. Are you looking for ways to reach new audiences and increase your clientele? Then let Urban Fieldhouse Media help you. We provide great packages that will allow your business to grow by serving as one of our sponsorship partners with any of our shows, such as the one you are listening to now. If you are interested in becoming a sponsorship partner, please contact Urban Fieldhouse Media at 312-772-5003 or by email at info at urbanfieldhousemedia.com for further information on our rate packages. We have opportunities for all size businesses, both local and national to grow by reaching diverse audiences through our creative programming. So join us today and let's grow together. Praise the Lord. 
Need life? Get Life at Life Church on every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. at the Marcus Theater located 16350 South LaGrange in Orland Park, Illinois. For weekly Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. at the Homewood Suites located at 16245 South LaGrange, Orland Park, Illinois. Come and enjoy our life worship experience where you will be blessed by our anointed worship team and receive an inspiring message from Senior Pastor Isaac B. Green. Every Sunday, we have a special reception for our guests because once you visit life, you are no longer a guest, but a friend for life. Our mission is to change the world one life at a time by living in faith every day. We look forward to worshiping with you in Life Church. What's up, Chicago? It's Steven Spoon Ramsey from the High School Hall of Sports Show. I get asked a lot where I find all of my sports information about Chicago public schools. Well, if you listen to the H2S2 show, you already know where I go. I go to the one website that keeps me informed about everything in the Chicago Public League. It's the publicleague.com website. The publicleague.com provides the best, most in-depth coverage of Chicago Public League high school football and boys basketball. So when you want to know what happened in this week's biggest, you even want to know what makes Chicago high school athletes special, then all you got to do is go where I go, the publicleague.com website. It helps keeps me informed for every show, and it'll definitely have you covered. It's the publicleague.com website, Chicago's only website covering It's the High School Holler Sports Show. Time now to talk with another high school coach on the H2S2 Coaches Chatter brought to you by Lux Experience Travel. They put luxury in your travel experience. They offer layaway travel plans and also single parent trips. For more information and details, call 224-372-1172 or you can go online at LuxperienceTravel.com, the official sponsors of the H2S2 Coaches Chatter segment. Joining us today as our special guest on the H2S2 Coaches Chatter is a man who's not only the lead man in the Peace Pride movement, to their best, he, he led them to their best school record in history, in school's history, a number of championships throughout the year, which includes the uh, GCAC Conference Championship, at, um, the Beaches Tournament Championship and back-to-back regional championships and, and regional appearances as well. We welcome Coach George Shimko to the Coach's Chatter Chair on the H2S2 show. Welcome, Coach. Thank you very much, Stephen. Hey, man, it's great to have you. Now, I understand you were born and raised in the Chicago area. Absolutely. Uh, grew up around uh, Sherman Park, 5637 South Loomis, and... Um, Grew up in the city, played all my basketball out in the parks, been pretty much all over Chicagoland. Now, off air, we were talking, there's not a park you haven't played in. Um, Pretty much not. <laughs> you know, starting at uh, Lathrop and going up to Margate Park and, you know, Marquette Park, you know, you name one, True Park. Man, been there's pretty some... much all of them. So you took your game citywide. Uh, I love it. Yes, sir. Now, tell us about your high school experience growing up. Where did you go to high school? I uh, went to St. Rita High School. All uh, right, Mustang. Mustang, fight Mustang. Uh, School-wise, was great. Basketball wasn't so hot for me, uh, <laughs> even though I loved the game. I uh, had a hard time making uh, the varsity basketball team, but I had a decision to make. Do I stop playing the, the game I love, or do I keep playing? And 
had an opportunity to play in, see if you remember this, the CNBL. It was the oh, Chicago yes. Neighborhood Basketball League. Yes, game. I do. Uh, represented True Park, and then we made it to the uh, finals at uh, uh, Washington Park and uh, got an opportunity to play uh, college basketball and got a scholarship and graduated from St. Xavier University. Now, here's, here's some history. You have a St. Rita Mustang sitting talking with a Mendel Monarch. <laughs> Now, yeah. That's some great. Th- that's some great stuff. There. Yeah. Oh, Mendel had some great players coming out of there, including Mike Flaherty, who's a yeah. great coach, and uh, God, I can't remember some of the other players, but there were some really nice players that came out of that Mondo Monarchs. Man, the Catholic League was a great. It, it, it still is a great league. Yes, it is. It is a great league. Coach, uh, tell us how you got into the coaching ranks. Well, I love the game of basketball, uh, and then uh, starting in uh, 1994. I uh, had an opportunity to uh, create a youth basketball program called GSBS Basketball, which was uh, George Simco Basketball School with the motto of good students make better athletes. What I wanted young players to understand is how important it is that you have to be looked at as a person, not only just a player. So kind of a grassroots program, and, it, and it's grown. You know, we just started our 23rd year, and you see boys and girls from all over Chicago, Illinois, and Indiana. Well, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that later later on in this interview because that's that we definitely want our families to support that. So that's great. But we want a little we want to know a little bit more about you, Coach. Uh, how how did you um, come to coach at Queen of Peace? Um. Well, uh, Bob Hallberg, who's the head coach at St. Xavier University, uh, actually recruited me to play college basketball. And then two weeks before the season started in college, he took Chicago State. Uh, and I wound up being friends with him for you know all these short amount but long years. So uh, he came to me and called me and said, hey, there's an opportunity at uh, Queen of Peace. They're looking to rebuild the basketball program. And he thought I would be a good fit. So I contacted the uh, athletic director, put my resume in, and... You know, fortunate enough to be uh, chosen. Well, you definitely did that. You definitely turned it around. Now, the, the the Peace Pride had their best season in school's history. Talk about that special group of young ladies. Uh, it, it is a special group. Uh, for three years, you know, we, we had a 56-game turnaround. First year, it had 28 losses, and now we have 28 wins. But the, the group of girls really bought into our philosophy of trust the process and genuinely want your teammates to do well and uh, once they bought into that process uh, they put their work in and um, we got the fruits of their labor now what what did you do to build it up I mean what was the first step into turning this program around changing the culture okay. uh, the culture of understanding that in order to get something done you have to really work at it and that everybody in the world can want you to do something but if you don't want to do it it's not going to get done and particularly with a basketball team you have to get a whole group to buy into what you want to get done and we started that philosophy and they bought into it we had a great group of girls but it's also their families you know it the players are one thing but you have to have the families that are supporting it as well and they bought into it and put their work in and we had a great run now you 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 finished this year 28 and 4 correct yes sir Take us through that journey, man. Oh my goodness! You know, uh, it started off and it started off basically in the summer. You know, we went to a Notre Dame camp and uh, we finished seven and one, which was really surprising for us. Uh, we came back and played in summer league at, at Shepherd, and you know, we could see the markings of what we were going to be able to do. Uh, we weren't really big, but they were ferocious and they played really well together. 
and they were uh, willing passers and great defenders. And uh, the earmark of our season was really defense. I mean, they really bought into the defensive side of the game. And uh, as the season moved along, you know, we won our first 15 games. And we're sitting there going, oh, my goodness, this is going to be something special. <laughs> now, it, it, did, was it at that point that you realized you had a special a group of ladies and a special season ahead? It, it was, but honestly, what we did was we talked to them about routines. Uh, have good routines, have good routines at practice, have good routines between every game. We never talked about win or losses. All we talked about is each game, getting prepared for each game. And, and I would tell them before each game, I'd say, okay, remember your routines. Good routines, good practice routines, good warm-up routines. And, you know, and then we just started accumulating the wins. Well, we, we definitely followed that, and you guys did an awesome job. Now, I want to ask you, it's been circulating earlier in the year throughout the news uh, surrounding the possible closing of uh, Queen of Peace. Did that play a factor at all in, in, the mo- in the momentum that your girls had this year? Yes, it did. Unfortunately, it was a huge distraction. The school officially is going to close at the end of June. Uh, it, the announcement was made uh, the week of our last two home games. And uh, it, was a, it was a huge distraction for the girls. But what we explained to them as a staff is that what's important for you to understand is that whatever we're doing right now can't be taken away from us. You know, what you're going to do as a group is going to stay with you forever. You know, 10, 15 years from now, you're going to be able to sit on your porch and talk to your kids and talk about a great season. So the school is closing, but everything else is going to stay with you forever. Now, you, you're, you're the, the Peace Pride last game was in the Super Sectional? Yeah, against Simeon. Against Simeon. What was it about that game after that you – how did you address the team? We just told them how proud we were of them. You know, we were 28-4, best record in the 55-year history of the school. Uh, we told them how much I loved them. Uh, we told them uh, if I never coach another high school game, this was the best team that I've been around because they bought into what we really wanted to get done. And uh, it was very emotional. Uh, we wanted them to spend time with their family, so we really didn't spend a lot of time talking to them. I wanted them to spend the time with each other. Uh, so we made a quick talk to them, talked to them about how – yeah, we wish we could play it a little bit better, but Simeon was a really good team, very well yeah, coached. Yeah, they, they had some big forwards, too. They were they were big. Ooh. Their length was good, but they were really well coached. Yeah. You know, I talked to the coach afterwards and told him how, you know, they had a really nice basketball Johnny game. Davenport did a great job. And, you know, we lost to a, a really good team. And, now, and then, you know, we just told the girls how proud we were of them and uh, that we love them, and, and then we just let them spend time together in the locker room by themselves. It's awesome, awesome, and, and congratulations on making it to the, the to the sectionals. That yeah. was awesome. Now that basketball season it, it has ended, many of your girls received some great accolades. They were all conference. You had four yeah, four we, of your girls were all conference in the uh, GCAC. Yeah, it was uh, it was an honor that four of our girls got recognized because typically it's usually two, uh, three if you're lucky. Uh, but we wound up having four girls being all conference. So. We had one of our girls being named Conference Player of the Year. Um, you know, we had a lot of a lot of nice accolades at the tournaments that we participated in. Um, so it, it was some really nice things. Man, it, just to add to a great season, yes, to sir. have those accolades placed upon your squad—that's that's that's awesome. Now, what, in your opinion, Coach? And we ask each and every guest of Coach's Chowder this: What are some of the few challenges in coaching? 
Oh, there's a number of challenges. Uh, number one, trying to, to build skilled players into buying into what it means to be a good teammate. Uh, I think that's really the most important thing. And uh, we talk to all the players that I've ever been around about this. If you want to be recognized as a good teammate and you want to be recognized as a good player, you have to do something to make someone else around you better. And I if like you, that. And if you can make someone around you better, then you're going to be really recognized as a good player. If all you're worried about is getting yours, you know, you'll be good, but you won't be what people will remember. And we want Great we want players to remember that I made someone better. And not just the players that are good and around you, everybody. Everybody on your team, you got to make them genuinely understand that you care for them. And if you do that, uh, then you'll be successful not only in basketball, which is kind of a small small part of your life <laughs> right you know but it'll take you into life and to take you how to build relationships and how to work with people that you know that are different from you and and understanding different cultures and that and i think basketball as a coach gives you the opportunity to to plant that seed for them now with every challenge there are some rewards what are some of the rewards at, from coaching well we were twenty-eight and four. And I didn't <laughs> that, that's a great one. <laughs> we were twenty-eight and four, and I didn't score one basket, didn't get one rebound, didn't get one assist. Uh, the reward was just watching them play. Uh, I told them this before every single game. It's a pleasure for me to get to watch them play, uh, and I truly meant that because they were a great group of girls. Uh, that was really fun to just watch them compete. And the fun part about it, you know, most of the time you think about the offensive end, they love playing defense. They were just ferocious. And that's kind of odd. It, it's, it's backwards. That's kind of odd, right. It, it's, ba- it's backwards. Everybody from, wants to score. I, I mean, our margin of victory this year was 15 points, and the conference was 16. And our troubles, we had a little bit more trouble on the offensive end than on the defensive end. Defensively, we were just like – we paid attention to detail. You know, we had uh, – Mike Landstrom and Alex Shimko are our coaches, and they had them really prepared for the teams that we're going to play. And there were some players that came in scoring 24, 25 points a game that when they played against us, they scored two or five. Wow. You know, so we did a great job of shutting down some really, really good players. But it's the girls buying into it, you know, buying into, you know, it was funny because, you know, Karen, Giovanna Martinucci, and Kara Shimko, they would compare the bruises that they had. You know, they wouldn't talk about, they wouldn't talk about the points that they had. they come into practice and go, hey, look, at, I got four bruises. Well, I got th- they had just as many bruises as they had points and assists. So it, it was. Uh, Those battle scars, Coach. Those battle, battle scars, scars, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, if you're just joining us, we're talking in the coach's chatter with head coach of Queen of Peace, Pride. Uh, head coach, basketball coach George Shimko, and coach. Now you you're the head coach of basketball, but you play another role. Yes, sir. And as athletic director. Yes, sir. Now I have to ask, how long have you been, played both roles? Have held both titles? Well, quick story, if you don't mind. Go right uh, ahead. We got time, I, I, coach. I, I, this, I came in. This as, is your time to shine. <laughs> I came in as the head basketball coach, and uh, that's what I wanted to do. And then uh, a year later, uh, the athletic director had left. And the president, uh, Ann O'Malley, came in and had a conversation with me about uh, changing my role, uh, taking on the athletic director's duties. And to me, what was most important was uh, what is the process? You know, are we going to build the, the, the brand name of, of peace, which was really important to me because my background's marketing and accounting. So I wanted us to make sure that we were going to build the program. And what we had to do is change the culture there as well. Uh, I had to put in pretty much all new coaching staff. 
at each of the different sports, which was tough uh, because you want to have people come in that understand what we're trying to get done as a group. To as see the vision, sort to of To see speak. the vision. Because even though I was the head basketball coach, what's important to me is I wanted to see all our athletes do really well. And the only way that you can do that is bringing in coaches that are not you, but are similar to what you want to get done in your philosophy. And we're, we're excellent to be able to do that. We brought in Kelly Smalls, our head softball coach. Karen Van Essen came in as our volleyball coach, took the team to the first super sectional in 14 years. Awesome. Lost to Marion Catholic. Uh, who wound up winning who won, the state who, champion, who won it all, who won right. it all. So it was like, you know, I was so proud of them, of, of the things that they, they accomplished. Uh, Antonio Godinez is our is our soccer coach. You know, he's also the head boys soccer coach at uh, Mount Carmel. So we had some we had some really good coaches. Some great names, in. some great coaches yeah. as well. Now, are the challenges the same, Coach, for as an athletic director as they are for a coach? Well, they're, they're the challenges that are the same but different. Uh, because as a head basketball coach, you have you can change things that are that are not going on a little bit more easily. As an athletic director, you need to work with your head coaches, and I think that was the biggest thing for me is that I wanted our head coaches to be running their programs, but I wanted them to know that I'm there to help them and assist them, but not tell them what to do. And as long as we you know we would meet, and as long as we understood what we're trying to get done as a group for all the players in the program, particularly at the lower levels and the, and the varsity level. Uh, as long as we understood that, you know, I kind of just let them do their thing and they did a great job, but we would meet and discuss. But I think as an athletic director, your job is to kind of mentor your coaches. And I think that we had really good, strong coaches that took care of their business. Oh, that's awesome. Now, Coach, to offer families things around the city that offer um, the youth something to do over the summer months so they can enroll their children in. Outside of Queen of Peace, you mentioned that you also have a basketball school. Or, or, yes, so to I have speak. a basketball school, uh, GSBS Basketball, which is uh, George Semko Basketball School. Our motto is good students, better athletes. Uh, Love it. We're uh, fortunate to be starting our 23rd year. Uh, we see about 3,500 kids a year in all the different programming uh, for boys and girls 5 through 18. So how can our listeners uh, find, find out more information and bring their, their sons or daughters to, to your school? We have a great website. Uh, it's uh, gsbsbasketball.com, and it will show the whole full complement of all the different programming you have. From uh, rookie and veteran camps to shooting camps to jump shot school, uh, and then we also offer teams. So we have club teams, you know, from fourth grade through high school for both boys and girls, and uh, we have leagues and tournaments. So we have a we have a pretty full complement of programming. And the things that these kids will learn are some of the basics, but then they have friendly. They they're able to compete as well. Yeah, the correct? biggest thing with with all of our programs is we're trying to build up the self esteem of young players give them confidence uh, and a lot of times you know that's all they need you know uh, we look at players as diamonds in the rough you know where they're going to be in a week where they're going to be in two weeks where they're going to be in three weeks so the same philosophy that we have at GSBS basketball is the same philosophy that we put into Queen of Peace High School and once again tell our listeners where they can find out more information uh, www.gsbsbasketball.com now coach we like to give our guests an opportunity to say thank you and hello to all those who support them. And so please take this time to, as we like to pull it, holler at well, your people. I like to holler out to a lot of people, starting with my wife, Miriam. Uh, kind of been the, 
you know, the big partner in everything. She's been to every single basketball game I've ever played in. I think they invented drive throughs because of her. Uh, you know, my daughter Kristen's at home, my son Georgie and Alex, uh, all the families, along with my daughter Kara, uh, the families that have been around us and supported us uh, forever, the park districts, uh, President Ann O'Malley, uh, who gave me the opportunity to become the athletic director and head coach. So, you know, I'm just very thankful for everything that I've got in my life. And I thank God because, you know, God gives us all these blessings. Amen to that. God gives us all these blessings. And, you know, we're here as kind of a tool, you know, to try to help him, you know, show love for everyone. Well, I know you mentioned at your last game you, you gave the opportunity for the girls to, to be with their families and to be with one another. But I'm certain that there's something uh, that you would like to say to the Peace Pride family that supported your programs and, and all the uh, Queen of Peace pro athletic programs. Take this opportunity. We, we want you to have a chance to speak to how tremendous that, that following has been. Oh, boy. Hopefully I can get through this. But uh, every single family that's involved at Queen of Peace, I thank them for all their love and support. Uh, without the support of their families, we would never have the program that we have. And the students that supported our players and the athletes, you know, none of that would have been happening unless they believed in what we were trying to get done. And I'm so thankful and grateful to all of them. And we can start from the Lynch family and the Martinucci <laughs> family, the Shimko family, the Potter family. I mean, Martinucci, I mean, all of them. I can, every family that we've been in the program. So we love them. And um, I always tell them, thank you so much for well, man, well said, Coach. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach George Shimko, athletic director and head coach at Queen of Peace High School. Thank you for joining us on the H2S2 Coaches Chatter segment brought to you by Luxperience Travel. Stay with us. When we return, the Peace Pride Party continues. We got another shining star joining us. We're going to continue this Peace Pride Party with another Shimko, she'll be joining us. We're introducing you to a shining star. Now go, call up the family members. Tell them they're missing the best two hours in high school sports coverage. It's the High School Holler Sports Show. Shining star coming up next, the H2S2 Show. Hey. Ever wanted to make a good impression cooking or grilling for family, friends, or for that first date with the person you just met? Well, let me give you something that can make that meal the real deal. It's Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. This barbecue sauce delivers a blast of intense flavors that complements not only barbecue and baked beans, oh, but it's oh so sweet. It's a great marinade treat on steaks, and it's sure to amaze when served as a delicious glaze on chicken, turkey legs, and even salmon. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce is exclusively sold in the deli section of Calabria Imports, located at 1905 West 103rd Street. Now put a smile on someone's face and give them the taste of that Sullivan's Original Barbecue Barbecue sauce. It gives every meal a thrill. Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And 
in the subject line type. I want to join H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday night from 6 to 7 p.m. to the high school holla sports show. What's up, Chicago? It's Steven Spoon Ramsey from the High School Hall of Sports Show. I get asked a lot where I find all of my sports information about Chicago public schools. Well, if you listen to the H2S2 show, you already know where I go. I go to the one website that keeps me informed about everything in the Chicago Public League. It's the publicleague.com website. The publicleague.com provides the best, most in-depth coverage of Chicago Public League high school football and boys basketball. So when you want to know what happened in this week's biggest game, or if you even want to know what makes Chicago high school athletes special, then all you got to do is go where I go, the publicleague.com website. It helps keeps me informed for every show, and it'll definitely have you covered. It's the publicleague.com website, Chicago's only website covering other. We are back. It's the H2S2 High School Holler Sports Show. That music you hear in the background means we are about to be joined by one of Chicago's shining student-athletes on the H2S2 Shining Star segment. This is when we take the time to shine the spotlight on the accomplishments of a student-athlete in the sport that they play, in the classroom, and also in and around their community which they live in the community around the school they attend. It's being brought to you by Life Church. Life Church, where they look to change one life at a time. You can join Pastor Isaac Green and the congregation each and every Sunday at Homewood Suites in Orland Park, Illinois. Now, the shining star spotlight shines on us this this morning on a young lady who's recently was voted February Player of the Month by Country Financial. She's also one of the four Peace Pride players named to the GCAC All-Conference team. we like to welcome from Queen of Peace, as I told you before, family, this Pride party continues with the Hoop Squad, the Lady Hoopster herself. It's Kara Shimko as this week's H2S2 Shining Star. Welcome, Kara. Thank you so much for having me. Man, Kara, it's a blessing to have you sitting in the seat. Now, Kara, it's a hot seat. Your dad lit it up. Oh, I know. I got a lot, I got a lot to fill up to, but I'm going to try my best. Uh, you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> start by telling our listeners, what age did you start playing basketball? Um, since I was able to walk, so probably around like four or five. Four or five? Yes. You, you were dribbling and shooting and getting I, it in. I was trying to. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to tell you guys, I saw the cutest picture <laughs> of Kara guarding somebody. Uh, what was it? Third grade? Yes. That was the th- <laughs> cutest picture. I'm telling you, if she ever has the courage to post it anywhere, like that. I'm gonna like it. Now, where did you attend elementary school? 
Um, in Plainfield, I went to Walker Grove Elementary School, and then for middle school, I went to Ira Jones, and then for my freshman year, I was at Plainfield North High School. Now, did you play basketball at, at any of those schools? At Walker Grove, I did not, but at Ira Jones, you were able to play in 7th and 8th grade. And I'm sure you, you, you took your shots. Absolutely. I knew you did. I know you did. Now, what was it about, you have an interesting story on how you ended up at Queen of Peace. Mm -hmm. So tell us how you ended up at Queen of Peace. Well, I was a freshman at Plainfield North, and I was uh, start. I was starting on varsity towards the end of the season, and it was a great honor, and I really loved the atmosphere and everything. And I remember I was in the car with my mom when I got a phone call from my dad, and he's like, "Hey, Carol, like, how are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm good. How are you?" He's like, "I'm good." He goes, um, "I got a head coaching position at Queen of Peace High School," and I like looked at my mom. I'm like, "Where's that?" I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, I've never heard of it." He goes. Well, it's an all-girls Catholic school, like in Burbank, Illinois, and uh, I decided to take the position, and I was just like, nice. And at that time, I wasn't really thinking about it because I was in season, and I didn't want any other distraction to come in between with that. But towards the end of the season, I was just really thinking about it, and I'm like, I'm never going to get this opportunity again to be coached by my dad, and at the time, my brother. So I figured it was a great opportunity for me to go over, try the transition, and see how it went. And it was amazing. <laughs> so you, you transferred over in your sophomore year? Yes. Okay. Okay. Now, there, was there any pressure um, in the decision? Honestly, no. But my brother's very goofy, and he would come <laughs> in my room every day and just knock on the door. He'd be like, good night, Carol. Like, I love you. I'm like, I love you, too. And he goes, don't forget, be at peace. And I'm like, and I, in my mind, I'm like, I already know I want to be at peace. Like, this is going to be great for me. But I just look at them. And I'm just like, okay, like, yeah, thank you. Good night. <laughs> so he was dropping subliminal messages. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you made that decision, uh, playing at Queen of Peace, you, you mentioned that you were playing as a freshman on the varsity team at North. Yes. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? She was a rising star. Not, not just a shining star. As a freshman, she was a rising star. Man, that's a great accomplishment in itself. Were you nervous? Um, I was a little surprised at first just because I was smaller than everyone else, but I never really took that as a factor and a be down on myself about it because I don't think size really matters when it comes to playing basketball. Obviously not, and we'll tell you why later on. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> tell us about playing the final season um, for Pride, for Queen of Peace Pride Basketball. How, how did you feel going into the season? Going into the season, I was super excited. It was my senior year, and it was my last time I would be coached by my dad. And every single time that we were in the car, we would come up with like a new model for the season. And he never let it, but I would always say unfinished business just because we had the same team coming into senior year for this year. And I just feel like we got a lot closer with the bond. So, I mean, everything was just really amazing for this season. So when you guys heard the news before your final two uh, home games, how did that make you feel? I actually found out the night of before the game. Okay. No, nobody really told me, but I could just tell that the demeanor with everyone wasn't the same. So I, it was hard to not tell the teammates or tell anyone, just looking like at everyone, smiling and all happy, knowing that they're going to find out those type of news soon. But I just didn't let that get in the way of anything. It, it was hard, but, I mean, you have to, that's just something that you have to get over. Did it give you extra momentum to finish strong? Yes. Did it? Yes. Like, going into the season, we knew we were going to be fine. But when we found that out, it was kind of hard to ignore. But we knew it was there, but we had to try our best to overcome it. And I think we did. I mean, Well, I mean, 28-4, and four, I, you know, 
you know, Kara, I think you guys did pretty well, <laughs> if I say so myself. Thank you, thank you. Now, how is it playing for your dad, who was also your coach? I love it. I mean, it's been like that since I was younger, and I know it's just a more comfortable feeling to just look over at the bench after I turn the ball over or miss a shot, and he's just, you're good, you're good, you got it next time. And oh, like, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm about, I thought you were about to say I didn't look over at the bench because he was standing there, and he was going to be like, you're grounded. No. I'm going to ground you. You do it again. I just didn't get dinner. That's it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, who do you pattern your b-ball game after? My dad, honestly, uh, just with the tenacity that he has when he plays and then shooting my brother Alex because he was just a great shooter and he was relentless. He did not care. He just shot the ball. If he was open, <laughs> he was he was open. He was going to knock it down. So I guess I just kind of took my game after after that. Now, who is the better shooter, you or Alex? Tell Alex, the truth. Alex. Okay, far. you're being I nice. Won't, I won't admit that to him. <laughs> so if you're listening right now, you're welcome. But... <laughs> I got to give it to him. Hey, that's for you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, Carol, let's talk about your work in the classroom. What are some of your favorite subjects you like to study? I love math. Every shining star comes in here loving math. <laughs> what is it about the numbers that you love so much? Um, I have a great teacher, Mr. Gaiman. He's, he's amazing. Shout out to Hollis to Mr. Gaiman. Yeah, honestly, he's amazing. Like, um... I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, he's just amazing. Like, <laughs> Does he know. make math fun? He just explains it really well, and it's just easy to learn. Like, even when it's a hard topic, he, like, says it like it's easy. Like, it's adding one plus one, and I'm, like, looking at it, I'm, like, that is not one plus one. <laughs> like, but I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's a good challenge for me. Now, is that something you're going to pursue uh, in college, mathematics? Somewhat. I want to go into marketing like my dad did. All right. I love that. I love it. Now, you told us what it is about math that you enjoy, and you told us to teach any other subjects that you, you like. Um, I enjoy Spanish as well, mainly because there's a little bit of, like, formulas to go in with it, so it kind of balances each other out. Okay, I think uh, Kara's showing off here. No. Hola. Uh, that's as far as I can get. Me too, but I'm about it. <laughs> but you're getting good grades in it. Yes. Okay, okay. That's all that matters. As long as you're passing it, that's all that matters. Yes. Now. Now, you're in your senior year. Uh, have you decided where you might go after you graduate? Yes, I'll be attending Cardinal Stretch University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin to play NAIA Division II basketball. I love it. And we're going to follow you there, too. Okay. So make sure you check in with us every now and again. Let us know how you're doing because we're going to do the Internet thing. Of course, we're going to be following you on the Internet. Definitely. And then send us a, you know what? Send us a, a I'm going to buy me a, a jersey. Okay. I'm a, you hear me, wife? I'm going to buy me a Kyra jersey. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm going to do in honor of Kyra because she's representing Chicago and all the suburban areas up there. So, man, congratulations Thank on that. You. Now, you said you were going to go into marketing? I plan on it, yes. And, and then you're going to bring your dad back to work in marketing? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> now, being a senior, what would you? What type of advice would you give an upcoming uh, student athlete getting ready to go into high school? How they can balance school and athletics? Just take your time with everything. I mean, use your time wisely in school, especially if you have free time. Don't just sit there to rest. Get all your work done so then you can enjoy basketball, enjoy whatever sport they are playing, and get the rest that you need to start a new day. Now. You are great in the classroom, great in the basketball court. Are you doing anything else 
outside of school and basketball in the community. Do you do any extra activities? I do a lot of stuff, especially for the peace community. Oh, man, tell us a little bit about that. I'm in National Honor Society, Spanish National Honor Society, Student Council, Peace Ambassadors. Let me write all this down. <laughs> God. A reporter for Amity, and then, yeah. Well, Anything else? Well, that's enough. <laughs> I mean, you are a busy girl. Oh, and Spanish club. And, and Spanish club. And, and, and Ola, it was the best I could get. <laughs> now, do you do anything else in the community outside of those those several lists of things? Um, I usually do volunteer work, especially with like my dad's basketball program. I'll coach and go to practices, see how the girls and boys are doing, and just oh, that's awesome. Work hard. That's awesome. So you pass down some of that knowledge that you got. A little bit, a little bit. Okay, okay. <laughs> now we gotta ask each and every shining star some fun facts about themselves. Okay. Now, now, Carl, we all we we like to start off with uh, nicknames. Nicknames. Yeah. Any nicknames? Let's start with the family nickname. What did your grandparents call you or your your dad or your brothers? What did they call you? My mom would always call me Peanut. Oh, Kara. Like, oh, Kara. That's a good one there. Peanut. Peanut. Now, should we ask mom why she calls you Peanut? Or are you going to volunteer? You can ask my mom. I have no idea. Well, we're going to ask mom later on. Okay. <laughs> All right. Did you, does your dad have a special nickname for you? Um... Coming in a Queen of Peace, our announcer would give us nicknames. Oh. He would like, we were sitting in the car, so what do you want your nickname to be? I'm like, I'm like, I don't care. Like, anything really is cool with me. And he's just like, he's like, I got it. And I'm just like, okay, like, what is it? He goes, Kara, shake him up, Shimko. I'm like, okay. Love like, it. How do you love that? it. Shake him up, Shimko. <laughs> I love that. Oh, we're going to put that on the, we're going to put that on the website when we rebroadcast this. Okay. Kara, shake him up, Simcoe. <laughs> I love it. I was thinking Special K of something like that. I've been called that too by my mom. My mom calls me that. Oh. She calls, uh, me and my sister her Special Ks. I love it. Love it. Now, what other uh, fun facts about you should we ask? Let's see. Let's see. Fun, greatest basketball moment. There's so many. That um, third grade picture looked like you were Ding them up now. <laughs> Something like that. What's your what's, what's your favorite basketball moment that you can recall? Uh, I would definitely say scoring my my 1,000th point this year at the first game against Oakland. That was amazing. It kind of scared. It like shocked me because I was on a free throw. So like I shot the free throw and it like went in and all of a sudden the horn went off. And I like looked. I'm like, they can't end the quarter in the middle of a free throw. <laughs> like this can't happen. And all of a sudden the announcer is just like, congratulations, Kara Shimko for scoring her 1,000th point. And I just kind of like looked. And I was like, I just did that now? I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, I was just. Kara, you wasn't keeping track? No. <laughs> no, I just play to have fun. I don't care about the points. I love it. I man, we need more players like you <laughs> in the game. Trust me. Now, now, you did not know that you had made that milestone. No. And you were on the free throw line. Yes. Did it throw you off on the second shot? No, I made it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now we give all of our shining stars an opportunity to talk about their parents. I love now, what? My are, parents. What? I, uh, 
I love your pairs too. Great, great pairs. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, we had an opportunity to talk to him off the off off the air. What was one good advice your mother gave you that you always carry with you? Whenever I'd get down a little bit about like a game or like a bad practice or something, she would just come in my room. She goes, Kara, there's always tomorrow. There's always another game. Like your career's not over with. Like you still got this. You're still there. You have to stay positive. And I'm just like, you're so right, mom. Like, absolutely <laughs> right. Now, your dad was both father and coach. Yes. Now, what advice as dad? has he given you that you would carry with you? And what advice has he given as coach? Um, As a coach, I would say definitely stick with your routines. He would say that before every game, every practice. And it's completely true. If you don't follow your routines, he could throw you off a little bit. And I, I was always adamant about keeping them. Um, and as a father, he would always say a thousand-mile journey starts with one step. And to me, that always touched Love my it. heart. Mm -hmm. Love it. I'm going to write that down. Tweet that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Y'all should be tweeting this. Good, this is some good stuff we're getting here from the Shimko family. <laughs> I love it. Now, Kara, we we truly appreciate you sharing your story, sharing with us all the things that you've gone through. But we want you to holler at your family and your friends and your teammates who might be listening on the show right now. Go ahead, holler at your people. <laughs> Uh, Mom, thank you for always supporting me. Dad, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Alex, thank you for being a better shooter than me. I appreciate it. Uh, Georgie, thank you for everything that you've done for me with supporting me. Kristen, thank you for being so loud at the games. And a big thank you to God for helping me overcome every obstacle that I've faced. Amen, amen. Now, we still have Dad here on mic. And, and Captain Kirk, can we, can we bring Dad and Mom in on the mics? Now, we got... We, we got dad and we have mom. So let's go to mom first. Mom, you have to be extremely proud of this young lady. It's just unbelievable. It, every day was always different. Every game was always more exciting than the other or the before. I, I Words can't even describe. It's the team, it was a unity. It, they became one. The, the happiness, the smiles I would see on the court, just the fun would make it so special. And the families and the stands, we were all one. And that's why it just became so hard when we heard that news. But we went through with tears. We made it. We made it. And it was good. Now, I have to take it that you were team mom. Or one of many team moms. <laughs> no, you know, we all were a team mom. Oh, that's awesome. We, we were all, the moms in the stands, we were always cheering, happy. I, you know, we have moms that baked. I can't take any of that credit. Because that's okay. Now, Jewel's my best friend. I, I don't know how to bake. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, it, was, it was good. It was good. Now, Dad, how proud of you, of Kara? Uh, I, I am so proud of Kara. Uh, you know, she's overcome a lot of obstacles, you know, uh, and during her sophomore year, she, uh, they found a lump on her left breast and uh, was diagnosed as a Felodes tumor. Uh, she had surgery on it. Uh, it was the hardest thing seeing your child, you know, go through that. And then she's in the recovery, <laughs> and as she's sitting there, she goes, Dad, I need to see the nurse. I need to see the nurse. And I'm like, okay. 
So the nurse comes and she goes, are you okay? She goes, yeah, uh, when can I play again? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. Trying to get back to it, were we? <laughs> yeah, just, just very proud of everything that she's done. We have a great family. You know, we support each other uh, so well. And, uh, you know, Alex, Georgie, and Kristen are just absolutely tremendous supporters of Kara. And Kara's tremendous supporters of them. So it's, it's a family bond that uh, we've been very fortunate to uh, be very close and uh, to be together, but yet they're all individuals and they do their thing. So, but uh, you know, I, I love them with all my heart, and I'm thankful <laughs> uh, to be able to spend as much time as I was able to spend with them. Uh, and I think that's the, really the key to uh, successful children is family support. You know, you get you get people that support you, whether it's your your mom, your dad, grandma, grandpa, special people around your family. Uh, if they can support their children in anything that they're doing. Uh, you'll see them, you know, become very successful, and I think that's that's kind of our model. What we're trying to do for all the kids that we that we deal with, uh, not only in our team but kids in the neighborhood and you know kids around that we meet. You know, just man, just that's awesome. Them. That's really really awesome. Now we are so privileged to have you guys here, and we could not have you guys here on the show without giving you something special from us to you guys and we hope that you guys keep these these are what we call the nike adidas uh puma pony version of <laughs> this is this is our our new logo our new shirts we like to give oh you God. each thank of you those. so much man you guys are so deserving of that thank, thank you. you guys for joining us on the High School Hollis awesome. Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure to speak to the Shimko family on this morning. We'll be back. We have some diva sports to talk about. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank it's you. the H2S2 High School Hollis Sports Show. Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line, type. I want to join the H2S2 reporting crew. And in 100 words or less, tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent. Every email will be reviewed, so don't hesitate or wait. Here's the chance to join the H2S2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next. Tune in every Saturday night from 6 to 7 p.m. to the high school high Welcome back to the High School Holler Sports Show. Steven Spoon Ramsey. It's time now for some Diva Sports brought to you by Sultry Steps, located at 260 West 162nd Street in South Holland. For women's exquisite footwear and apparel, ladies, you can also shop online at SultrySteps.com. Sultry Steps, the official sponsor of the H2S2 Diva Sports segment. Will 
It's going down to the 3A championship and the 4A championships for the girls basketball. But we had two CPS schools that competed in those semifinal rounds. And they almost made it to the state championship, but they fell short. And we now are going to be joined by Bob Narang of the freelance reporter for the Chicago Tribune. And Bob, are you there? Yeah, hello. Hey, Bob. How you doing, brother? How you doing? Well, Bob, take us through the uh, the games last night. I, I understand Simeon fell to Morton 56-41, to 41, and Marshall fell to Rochester 46-35. to 35. What happened in, in your regards? Give us an update on those two games. Yeah, it was a tough day for the CPS in Chicago in general. Somebody joked that I was a bad luck charm yesterday because Chicago teams didn't do too well in the three of the four games, and the one game they did was two Chicago teams from the suburbs. But uh, you know, with the with the two CPS teams, uh, yeah, Simeon, you always knew it was going to be a tough game. It was the first time it's made as a program, and there's always that wow factor. Where there's a lot of stuff going on with press conferences, TV. You know, the big crowd, there's a different background at state. Teams aren't used to it, all the stands. And, you know, they play, They had an unfortunate draw. They played a team that's two-time defending state champion that's well-coached. One of the uh, Morton's coach, I believe his name, Bob Becker, he's one of the best coaches in the state, and he had his girls ready. And, you know, Simeon just had trouble getting the ball inside to Jamira Christie and Taranique Battle. And, um, you know, yeah, but they had a great season. And then they set my final, you know, that's just, uh, you know, that's another tough talent in Rochester, more speed, more athleticism, more depth even. You know, Rochester had the girl, 6'2 six, six girl in the middle, Angela Perry, she's going to Bowling Green State, and she was a low down there, and Marshall may be a little bit, thought they could intimidate Rochester, you know, I, you know, but Rochester has a good point guard, a good center, and they, you know, they're battle-tested, and they, you know, they just played a really good game. Now, moving on to the, the 4A, well, of, of course, Simeon will play Marshall uh, today uh, for the third place uh, game. Now, going to 4A, Edwardsville beat Montini. The Lady Broncos fell to, to Edwardsville 37-35, and Geneva defeated Frim by one, 34-33. Those two games in 4A were some great games. By two and, and one point differences. Yeah, you know, after, you know, so the first two games, everybody was wondering if we're going to have some good games the next day or the final session, and we did. Even though it's, it's a low scoring, all four games were pretty low score. The, the last two games, you know, Montana Edwardsville, it was a toss up matchup. I mean, obviously, a lot of us from down, you know, upstate don't really know much about Edwardsville, but they have four one thousand point scores, and Edwardsville's coach was going, was going around asking people yesterday in the last few days. Have you ever heard, seen that? Because not, not many schools are able to play with one or two 1,000-point scores. And Edwards Hill has four right now, which is real rare. So they're, they're a loaded team. And Montini got in foul trouble. Two of their better players, including Aaliyah Patty. And that, that kind of changed the tone of the game because they were up 14-2. to two. And if I'm not mistaken, they only scored, uh, I believe, 18 points final three quarters. And then you look at the second game, it was just a good game. Fremd and Geneva, two well-coached teams. And this came down to a team who can make the last basket. It looks like, you know, Geneva got a prey over chance. And Margaret Whitley banked in a crossover in the middle of the lane. And that's how they won. And, you know, 
friends have been here before, so they know the ups and downs of playing a state. Now we have our championship game set up for both 3A and 4A. Morton takes on Rochester this afternoon at 1245. And Edwardsville will take on Geneva at, later on tonight at 7.15. Your predictions on those two games. Let's start with 3A, Morton and Rochester. Who you got? That's going to be a tough one. I'm going to go with the safe pick and go with Morton since they've been there. I know Rochester's motivated to beat them because Rochester lost to Morton in the state title game two years ago. I just think uh, Morton's got too much depth. Uh, they have a really good guard, or guard for him, Brandy Bisting. He's going to, uh, I believe, Wisconsin-Milwaukee. I just think Morton's experience and depth will win that one. And regarding the 4A game, uh, that's a tough one. I just think same thing, probably Edwardsville. They've, they're gunning for their first state title. They've come close before. They have an experienced coach and Lori Blade. They're talented up and down the roster. I think uh, Geneva will probably watch that last they get, you know, game-winning shot probably 100 times. And then, then Edwardsville, where Edwardsville's coming in, motivated to win the state title. I think Geneva's got... We're more happy. We're just happy to be there, kind of attitude. So I'll probably go with Edwardsville in the second game. Well, you know something, Bob. I'm gonna ride with your picks because your pick sounds a lot better than what I had. <laughs> I actually will ride with your picks, Bob. We want to just uh, thank you again for taking the time to holler at us with the updates uh, from down there, downstate, and for joining us on the Diva Sports segment, man. Hey, enjoy the rest of these two, uh, the rest of these four games. I know that uh, Martini taking on Frim. That ought to be a good game for third place as well as Simeon and Marshall. But enjoy yourself down there, brother, and safe travels back home. I appreciate having me on. Thanks for everything, okay? Uh, no problem, Bob. Thank you. Now, <clears throat> again, you guys can catch that on IHSA TV. You can catch all of those games. The Simeon Marshall game today, it should be on its way now. Tip-off should have started about 11 minutes ago. Uh, Simeon taking on Marshall for the third place in 3A. And also later on today, you'll find that um, also the championship for that uh, 3A, Morton versus Rochester also. It's on IHSA TV. You can go to IHSA.org. And check out those games. And then later on tonight, catch Montini and Frim at 5.30. And also Edwardsville and Geneva again at 7.15. All that on IHSA TV. So, man, it, like I mentioned to you, the Lady Wolverines, I want to talk to them. I want to talk about them for a, a quick second. Because the way they advanced was during a great game in the super sectionals at Gwendolyn Brooks High School. Now, I'm going to take you back. We already know how it turned out. But the Lady Wolverines had a battle of Vincennes of their own. Yes, they had to go up against Morgan Park and the Lady Mustangs in order to advance. And so when you get these two teams together, you're always going to have a great contest between two great programs. Johnny Davenport and, and Kadonica Taylor put the – the teams out there and did I when I tell you they balled they balled out and it was a great game and so we attended that game and we just want to let you know how the excitement was on Monday night when these two teams met for the battle of Benson's and what made it even sweeter there was a little extra incentive of course it was advancing down to the state here's what the coaches had to say along with the player of the game Jamiah McChristen Holla. 
Ramsey with the High School Hall of Sports Show. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Morgan Park Lady Mustangs, Coach Taylor. Coach Taylor, tough loss for you girls. Rough start at the top of the first quarter. Um, it was a tough start at the um, top of the first quarter, but I thought we climbed back into it, and then we just couldn't get over the hump trying to get back into it. And then we got some young guards, sophomore guards, who the pressure kind of bothered them a little bit. But they, it's only up from this point on. Um, I thought they did a good job. I'm very proud of the girls. First, no one expected us to be here at this point, and they played to get us here. So we, I, I'm really proud of the girls. Well, your girls came with it in the second half. They came back poised. They got within three. What did you instruct them to do coming into the second quarter? Um, them to just to play to slow it down um the hype was up i mean they gave us a good good shot at the first a good punch at the, at the start and i thought once we settled down we got into it and then we started going fast again and that kind of took us out the game again well you were down by 11 at the halftime where did you instruct the girls in the locker room i told them they gotta they gotta come in they gotta it's gotta start on the defensive end and we gotta rebound their defensive possession not over until you rebound the basketball that was the, that was the message for, for um to them coming back out you guys made it a close game again in the third but then he slipped away from me with all the turnovers. The young guard play, that's that hurt us. Young guard play, turnovers hurt us. And um, I think we kind of we kind of evened it out a little bit um, in the second half on the rebounding, but I think the turnovers really hurt us. Where do you go in the locker room now and go and tell your seniors and the rest of your team? Um, I tell them we got to build from this. We got to get back in the gym and we got to go to work. We got to work on that. I mean, you got to work on your ball handling. You got to work on boxing out. All the little things that that's important in the game to win those these type of games. Coach Taylor, you brought your girls this far. Great season and good luck for next year. All right, thank you. High school holla. Steven Spoon Ramsey with the High School Hall of Sports Show. I'm joined now with the head coach of the Lady Wolverines of Simeon, who's now advancing. Coach Davenport, congratulations. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Coach, your girls came out strong in the first quarter. What was the momentum going into this ball game? Everything is about defense. That's what it's been all season. We got to basically, if we take care of the defensive end, offensive end, what happened? The second quarter was a little shaky. The Mustangs came within three points. They were trying to force it into the bigs and turnovers, got the Mustangs back in it. How did you get your girls composed? I always tell them, every team, we, we girls basketball players, varsity, every team going to have a run. All you got to do is learn how to stop that run and go on one of our own. That's what we did. You guys were up by 11 going into the halftime. What did you do to keep your girls focused coming out in the second half? Same thing we did in the first quarter. Zone defense, a little pressure up top forcing turnovers and getting easy baskets. Our bigs basically can dominate inside, so as long as we continue to work that, and we knew we would be okay. Talk about the performance of those two bigs, Battle and McChristy. Uh, they've been carrying us all season. They've been really taking care of business down low, and they're connecting more and more as the season went on, so hopefully they can continue to carry us through all the way to the state. If anything, would you have to work on to get the title to come home? Turnovers, that's been our biggest thing, uh, trying to force things and not letting the game come to you. So as long as they allow the game to come to them, allow the passes, well, forcing the ball inside, not forcing inside, but allow that to come, everything will be all right. Just not turnovers. What do you tell the girls to get them pumped up for the next? Or do you have to tell them anything at all? They already pumped up. So we just got to go out there and have fun now. Well, Coach Davenport, congratulations on this super sectional win. Bring it home, home to Chicago. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. High School Holler. Steven Spoon Ramsey with the High School Hall of Sports Show. I'm joined now by senior forward of the Lady Wolverines, Jamira McChristen, and you played a great game. Congratulations on the super sectional win. Thank you, thank you. Uh, we pushed for it this game. We wanted it really bad. Did the battle of Vincennes have a little extra something-something coming into the super section? I mean, it's about the respect level. I mean, everybody was like thinking that we was going to lose because, you know, we never made it this far before, but they pushed for it. We got it. 
What did the coach tell you guys not to get overconfident coming into the game, but to be ready? They told us if we want it, we got to go play for it. We got to go play and go get it because ain't nobody going to give it to us. And what you guys feel like taking this momentum in downstate? Man, we're going to play our heart out, out there. We're going to try to take it. We're going to go for it. We're going to push for it. Well, you guys had a big fan base here at Gwendolyn Brooks. What would you like to tell the Lady Wolverine fans that cheered you on tonight? I love them so much for coming supporting us. I'm glad they came. The poster boys, everything, yelling, cheering for us. It was everything. Like, we never had this big of a crowd played in front of this big group of people. So well, it was everything. Well, Jemiah, congratulations, and we'll look forward to following the Lady Wolverines to bring that title home to Chicago. Thank you. High School Holla. Well, it, it didn't work out for either. No love for the city. No love for Marshall, no love for Simeon, but nonetheless, we made it that far. So hats off to the Lady Wolverines of Simeon who have gone further than any other Lady Wolverine team in, in school's history. So hats off to Johnny Davenport and those seniors in the Lady Wolverine team. Hats off to the great Dorothy Gators, man, who have done numerous things and have have a resurgence so to speak as the commandos were back in the spotlight downstate so hats off to dorothy gators and the lady commandos for the job well done a and a great season by by both teams we we are greatly appreciative how you represented the city of chicago all this time downstate and man good luck to you guys as they again are playing one another Marshall Lady Commandos versus the Simeon Lady Wolverines in the third place game and the score currently is two to two it just tipped off so it's still early it's still early but we'll update you throughout the show on that coming up next we're going to talk a little city sports with our man from the publicleague.com Eric Vandrell it's the high school holler sports show after this High School Holler. It's the High School Holler Sports Show. Now that we're down to the finals of the girls basketball, it's time for us to talk a little IHSA regional action with the boys basketball that's kicked off this week. And joining us is the man with the plan who understands it all, and I'm hoping he can explain it to me. We're going to be joined by phone with Eric Vandrell of the publicleague.com. The publicleague.com is a great friend of the show. Go out and check out Eric's uh, columns, some of his coverage of boys basketball in the public league. And we like to call this... City Hoops, the publicly.com edition. Hey, Eric, how you doing, brother? I'm doing really well. How are you guys? Man, we're doing great, doing great. Now, Eric, there's a lot going on, man. Let's start with the Class 1A. We still have some, some schools representing the city in the Class 1A with uh, Chicago Hope Academy advancing. Yeah, yeah, Hope Academy beat John Hope last night. Um, you know, they're... They're the only, you know, school in 1A still alive. Um, you know, in, in 2A, um, you know, Orr and Collins are going to face off in the sectional or the super sectional next Tuesday at Juliet. Um, you know, I, I think Orr, you know, in that game is, is the favorite. Um, but, you know, Collins has had a really great season. 
covering you know the smaller schools has has really been a lot of fun this year. Um, so you know I think you know you know Hope Academy has a really good chance of getting downstate. They have to win on Tuesday night, and then I think Orr is kind of the heavy favorite against Collins on Tuesday night as well. Now, Eric, we understand that Orr and Uplift kick things off for the 2A boys uh, regional. How do you feel about that? I've been reading in the, in the papers and all that, and, and what, what's your feeling about that? Do, do you think it's, the seeding could have been a little better and then, uh, to, to start off? Because that, that alone seemed like it would be a super sectional matchup or an uplift, but or, or was victorious and thus made it this far. But what, what is your thoughts about that? Um, you know, obviously in the city, you know, most of the schools are, you know, 3A or, and 4A. So you, you have kind of, you know, there's, they're more spread out, essentially. So, like, Simeon up in 4A is, you know, down in, like, the, the Thornwood sectional, which is, you know, in the south suburbs. So, you know, they're not going right up against, like, Kenwood or Whitney Young or Curie. But in, you know, 1A and 2A, because they're not as many schools, they do have to meet each other earlier just because it's regional action. Um but, you know, that, you know, or uplift, the, the way I looked at it was like, you know, whoever wins this is most likely going to get the state. Um, and, and most likely, you know, and once they get to state, it's probably going to be the favorite, you know, down in the state tournament. You know, it's really unfortunate that they had to meet so early. Um, I, I think the seedings were really, the seedings weren't very good. Like, like last night, for example, we covered or and DePaul Prep um, in the sectional final. And or and it was the three seed. I thought they should have been number one. I thought Uplift should have been number two, and DePaul Prep number three. So if, if they were seeded that way, they would have been up at first over in the sectional final last night. You know, I, I think that's more of what it should have been. Um, I but agree. like I said before, you know, the winner of that that game, I thought it was going to end up, you know, getting the stick regardless, and it looks like Or on the way to doing that. Now let's go on to the three A boys. Uh, section. There's a lot of great Chicago teams in there. Uh, Bogan advances, Brooks advances, uh, Fairgate advanced, and uh, you know, talk uh, Morgan Park advanced. So talk about a few of those. Uh, and North Lindale can't leave them out. They advanced. So the three A matchups are, are looking pretty good. What do you think? Sorry, can you repeat that real quick? I was talking about the three A boys uh, basketball matchups. Now, Morgan Park now, uh, I believe on Monday, takes on Brooks. Uh, we talked about how uh, Bogan advanced, Morgan Park advanced, and some of these uh, game, some of these other Chicago teams, such as uh, Brooks, Bogan, uh, Farragut, North Lawndale, and Morgan Park. How do you think they're going to fare out in the 3A process? Yeah, I think I think Morgan Park right now, out of all the teams in 3A throughout the state, is, is the favorite. Um, you know, they handled like, like you know they beat Butler Prep last. That's a team that I've written about a couple times this year. Um, they're really good. They have Division One player. It's a really good program, really good you know team, and they handled them pretty easily. Um, so I, I think out of all those teams, uh, Morgan Park is a pretty heavy favorite. Um, but 3A, like in the city, 3A is. is there's a bunch of really good basketball teams. You know, there are a couple of teams that you didn't mention, like like Westinghouse. Uh, you know, even like Foreman. You know, Foreman. I kind of you know wrote off early in the year, but they upset uh, Ridgewood last night in a in a regional final. And 
Ridgewood had pretty much all of their players back from a team that won a sectional title last year. Um, so the, the city is really deep in 3A, but like I said, you know, Morgan Park, uh, you know, I think is the favorite to, to win the state title right now in 3A, but that big team against Logan in a potential um, sectional final on Friday night, you know, next Friday, um, that's going to be a great game. Uh, I'm still deciding where to go, and it depends on matchups, obviously, but that that's a strong contender for sure. Now, I, I'm, I'm a fan of both 3A and 4A. Now, let's move on to 4A action now, Eric. Now, of course, we know Simeon advances, Whitney Young advances, Curie advances. Now, there are, uh, there are some other teams within that, that uh, 4A range that are said to probably give some uh, public school teams some, some, some problems. Do you see any other public school teams advancing past that so we 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 know the tops Simeon Whitney Young and Curie and well I can't leave out uh I I believe Kimwood also advanced in in their in their thing too so how does 4A look for you yeah I think those teams the teams that you mentioned um are the heavyweights for sure um you know I I think I I think you know Curie and Whitney Young are going to end up meeting in the sectional final um, next Friday night. You know, Curie does have kind of a tricky game against uh, Oak Park River Forest. He's playing really well. Um, they play them on Tuesday night out at Proviso East. Um, Simeon, I think, I, I mean, you know, the South Suburbs have been good this year, uh, but I think Simeon is, is pretty much a shoe-in to get to the sectional final. You know, they're just playing really well. Um, they beat Marion Catholic last night, I think by 13-14. They didn't have Keith Brown, who's been their best player. Um, arguably over the last you know month or two months, um, so you know I, I think those three teams will end up in sectional finals. Um, that you know if you know if your listeners are looking for a you know a really good high school basketball game to watch, you know in the city, uh, I, I think you know a, a Curie Whitney Young uh, sectional final next Friday night out of Proviso East would be kind of the perfect game to see. Um, it, it's just it's going to be such. You know, a, a high-level game. Um, it, it's a game, honestly, I, I was kind of hoping for in the, the city finals. Um, just because, you know, those teams have two, you know, pretty similar styles. They really get up and down. Uh, a ton of talent on both rosters. So uh, that'll be a really good um, sectional final if, if it does happen. Yeah, I'm excited about that as well, Eric. And I'm, I'm definitely going to be keeping my eye out for that. Now, out of all the classes, uh, we, we talked about 1A, 2A, 3A, and 4A. Out of all the classes, Eric, give me your your predictions, so to speak. Who do you think will fare better downstate out of all the CPS schools in, in their prospective classes? Who do you think is going to do very well downstate or have a great chance in bringing home a state title? Well, the city, you know, this year has, I mean, has a legitimate chance to win three state titles. Um, but, you know, out of all the teams that I think have the potential to do the best downstate, I think I think Orr probably is the best chance. Um, just because, you know, Orr has, Orr has just so many athletes. Like, I, I saw it last night with, you know, they played DePaul Prep, and DePaul Prep um, was 20, 21-9 going into that game. Um, they play, they play in the Catholic League, which is a quality basketball conference. But Orr just kind of overwhelmed them with just their, you know, their athletes. Like Raekwon Drake, who's probably probably the most athletic kid in the entire city, had um, he had ten points, fourteen rebounds, and nine blocks, and he was just you know changing shots, 
it was really impressive to see. So uh, I think it's going to be tough for any, you know, 2A team, especially from downstate, um, to beat Orr because, you know, they just simply haven't seen that type of athleticism. And it's, it, I mean, it completely changes your game and, and how you play. Uh, with that being said, you know, Morgan Park, I think, you know, if they do get downstate, it's going to be really tough for anybody anybody to beat. I mean, they obviously have, uh, I would assume, who's been just fantastic all season long, the entire state. Uh, Rivals actually came out with the rankings. Um, they, they rated all the juniors in the country uh, this past week. He was ranked number 21. Um, wow. So he's, you know, really good, obviously, but they have, you know, just so much, so much size that, I, you know, I don't think a lot of teams are ready for. Um, and with all the things that he knows to me, I'm is arguably the most talented team in the entire state. So, um, so it, you know, like I said before, uh, the city has you know three legitimate chances to, to win the you know to to become state championships, um, and we'll see what happens. Well, Eric, man, as always, we appreciate you joining us on the City Hoop segment. The publiclead.com edition man we want our listeners please go out subscribe to the publiclead.com support our man eric mandrill he got some great articles on there talking about some great student athletes across cps basketball and football and eric uh during the off season man you're gonna be working pretty hard on both sports right <laughs> yeah in the, in the off season i'm gonna be you know writing like feature stories uh, really kind of like diving into you know I don't want to say diving into the lives of, of kids and stuff like that, but, you know, just kind of like telling stories that don't normally get told in terms of basketball players and football players, um, you know, even some alumni. So, like, if you're, yeah, yeah, so if you're interested in that sort of thing, you know, sign up. It's only $5 a month. Um, you know, it's not too much. and It's supporting, you know, local journalism and, and supporting you know, somebody who's telling the stories of, of athletes all around Chicago. Well, we definitely want our listeners to support. I'm a subscriber here at the High School Holler Sports Show, so you should be too. $5 a month, man, we spend that on coffee. We spend that on a hamburger. You can spend it on learning about these great student athletes and Chicago public school sports, both football and basketball, and you can do so at thepublicleague.com. Thank you, Eric, for joining us, brother. Thank you. Have a good one. Coming up. We're going to continue the city talk, I mean the city hoops talk, with a little bit about the 100 top basketball players in the state of Illinois. Some interesting articles out there. It's the High School Holler Sports Show. What's up, Chicago? It's Steven Spoon Ramsey from the High School Hall of Sports Show. I get asked a lot where I find all of my sports information about Chicago public schools. Well, if you listen to the H2S2 show, you already know where I go. I go to the one website that keeps me informed about everything in the Chicago Public League. It's the publicleague.com website. The publicleague.com provides the best, most in-depth coverage of Chicago Public League high school football and boys basketball. 
So when you want to know what happened in this week's biggest game, or if you even want to know what makes Chicago high school athletes special, then all you got to do is go where I go, the publicleague.com website. It helps keeps me informed for every show, and it'll definitely have you covered. It's the publicleague.com website, Chicago's only website covering public. It's the High School Holler Sports Show. Steven Spoon Ramsey representing the great class of 1988. Man, we've had a great debut for our two-hour show. Man, I can't tell you how pumped I was coming in this morning. And I have reason to be. Let me give you a quick update on the Simeon versus Marshall Lady Wolverines Lady Commando game for third place in the IHSA Girls Tournament. The Lady Commandos lead the Lady Wolverines 28 to 13. There are three minutes left in the second quarter. That game in progress right now. We'll keep you updated. Now, I want to talk about an article. It says the 100 best Illinois high school basketball players ever. This is by Will Larkin and Tim O'Bannon uh, and for the Chicago Tribune. And they talk about in the... 118-year history, Illinois high school basketball has produced a remarkable bounty of talent. With the IHSA's tournament underway, they took a look at possible uh, naming the 100 greatest players ever. Now, the players were chosen only from their high school performances and the impact they had on the game. Their careers in college or the pros were not considered. Only their high school performances and also the success in the content of the era in which they played was also factored in. Now, it's listed the top 50 in the alphabetical order in the second 50, and then there were some honorable mentions. I just want to go through a few of these players, man, that they have. Their top 50, Mark Aguirre, Westinghouse, class of 1978. The high-scoring four helped put Westinghouse on the map, leading the Warriors to the first city final in 1977 and the first city championship the next year. So, Mark Aguirre, Cliff Alexander, Curie, class of 2014. That was also given. The 6'9 combination of power and athleticism drew comparisons to the high school version of Dwight Howard and Amari Stoudemire. Now, that was the truth. Cliff Alexander came with it. Nick Anderson from Simeon came in third on the list. 1986 class of Wolverine class of 1986 as a senior. Anderson averaged 20 points a game, 10 rebounds a game, and five assists with four blocks on his way to Mr. Basketball and the McDonald's All-American Honors. So Nick Anderson was number three. 
Number four on the list, Lou Bardu of Thornton, 1935. Class of 1935 made the list. Jamie Brandon, class of 1990 from King High School. He was a four-year starter and three-time All-Star for King's Powerhouse Program under Brandon uh, Landon Cox. Brandon played in 13 state tournament games, averaging 20 points a game. He led the Jaguars to the 1990 state title, scoring 26, 28, 27, and 25 points. Let me tell you real quick, I'm going to go back to Lou Bardu. Lou Bardu. Some say this three-time All-Star from 1935 was future baseball Hall of Famer, was Illinois' first high school basketball star. As a sophomore, he led the Flying Clouds. Thornton used to be called the Flying Clouds. Did you, if you didn't know, you know now. To the state finals with a 14-13 win against Springfield. That's when basketball was played probably in a, in a peach basket. That's, that's how basketball was played back in the day. But shout out to Lou Berdu. Now, also on the list, from Proviso East, class of 1969, Jim Brewer. D. Brown from Proviso East. Everybody remember D. Brown from Illinois. He was the class of 2002. Illinois coach Bill Self said that D. Brown changes ends as fast as anyone in America. Brian Cook, Brown's future teammate in Champaign, described Brown as the human fast break. That's D. Brown. He made the list at uh, class of 2002. Also, Jalen Brunson from Stevenson, class of 2015. Thornridge. Now, you got to know Quinn Buckner was going to make the list. Thornridge, class of 1972. Quinn Buckner is on the list. National Player of the Year, his senior year, led the Falcons to -to back-to-back titles in 71 and 72. In 71, they were 31 and 1. 72, Quinn Buckner led the Falcons 33 and 0. The most dominant program, as many are saying, in Illinois basketball history. Now, Quinn Buckner made the list. Oh, here's another good one. Out of Mount Carmel, class of 2015, Tyra Buss. Two-time Mrs. Basketball. See, it wasn't just male. We got females on the roster, too. I mean, you know. So, Buss scored. Uh, Ted, oh, here's another one. Tamika Catchings. She made the list. Class of 1997, Mrs. Basketball title, leading her team in 1995 to a state crown. She moved to Texas the next year to be with her mom. So she she stated her claim and took it with her, took it down south. Now, Chris Collins, Glenbrook North made the the list. Also, let's see, another one, Eddie Curry. Everybody remember Eddie Curry from Thornwood, class of 2001. He was a he. We would used to call him the gentle giant. He was remembered being losing, <laughs> losing end of one of the biggest upsets in uh, championship history. So that unfortunately is what he's going to be remembered for. But few remember the Curry scored 32 points on a 12 of 12 or 14 shooting and 12 rebounds in a 66 to 54 loss to Schomburg in 2001. So Mr. Uh, Eddie Curry, the gentle giant from Thornwood class of 2001 made the list. Also, we got Archie Dees from Mount Carmel, 1954. Uh, uh, he made the list. We got a couple of others. Oh, can't forget 
Lafonso Ellis. Lafonso Ellis, that's a name we hadn't heard. That was around my era, 1988. East St. Louis Lincoln. The star was the first two of East St. Louis' three consecutive titles. Ellis was McDonald's All-American in 1988. Folks in the East St. Louis area still talk about his performance in 1987 shootout game against Chesapeake, Virginia, and Indian River when he scored 26 and 19 rebounds to a number one national prospect, Alonzo Mornings, 20 and 10. So, LaFonzo Ellis, I forgot all about him making the list. Ronnie Fields from Farragut, class of 1996. Kevin Garnett of Farragut, class of 1995. The South Carolina native played only one year in Illinois, but what a year it was. He averaged 26 points, 18 rebounds, 7 assists, and 6 blocks while he led the Admirals to their first city championship since 1936. So Kevin Garnett, Farragut, class of 1995, representing. Now here's another name that I'm sure you listeners all can remember. Richard Griffith, King, class of 1993. Richard Griffith, man, he was the star center for the last undefeated large school champions the Jaguars were in was in another uh, league that season they were winning it hands down they won three games in Champaign by 28 31 and 37 Griffin averaged 22 points 14 rebounds and seven blocks and was named Mr. Basketball and McDonald's All-American Rashad Griffith of King class of 1993 we also have some Catholic League guys that made the list we have uh, Tom Kleinschmidt from um, Gordon Tech, class of 1991. I remember him. Ramblin' Wreck from Gordon Tech. He was a muscular forward, man. He played in a championship game in 1990 before falling to the mighty king Jaguars. Landon Cox had his guys rolling. Marcus Liberty, speaking of king, not class of 1987, the three-time all-star. All and McDonald's All-American went neck-to-neck with Larry Johnson for the National Player of the Year honors as a senior. So Marcus Liberty was going with LJ. If you don't remember Larry Johnson, famed UNLV, undefeated teams, fall the Dukes, you know, grandmama, so to speak. Marcus Liberty went toe-to-toe with him for national honors. So he made the list. Sean Livingston out of Peoria made the list. Now, you got to talk about some recent players as well. Jaquil Okafor. Jaquil Okafor, young, class of 2014. You also got to talk about Jabari Parker from Simeon, class of 2013. And, uh, oh, here's a name. And we, if, you, if you're a fan of the show and listen to the show often, Coach Dorothy Gators talked about this young lady. Kathy Pondexter, Marshall, class of 2013. 01. First player to twice win Mrs. Basketball Honors. Led the Commandos to a state title in 1999, her senior season. She averaged a career-high 23 points a game and for the 20... They went 26-5 and five in the Public League Champions and set a school scoring record with 47 points and a loss to Hanford, California in the Nike Christmas Tournament of Champions in Chicago. Cappy Poindexter. You, if you listen to our two-part interview with Dorothy Gators in the coaches' chat over the holidays, we had mention of Cappy Poindexter, where she made the list as well. Quinn Richardson, 
DePaul. But better yet, this is a high school show, so we got to talk about Whitney Young, class of 1998. The McDonald's All-American led the Dolphins to the 1998 state uh, title. He scored 86 points in four games, including 32 points with 16 rebounds in the quarterfinals against Elgin and 18 and 20 in the finals against Galesburg. He also had 25 in the semifinal against Manly in 1987. Quentin Richardson. Well, we all know he married Brandy at one point. They got married, you know. Then he went to DePaul and went on to the pros, played some played some good games in the pros with the Suns and some other teams in there. So Quentin Richardson, Whitney Young, class of 1998. All right, here's another one. Glenn Doc Rivers. Can you, can you call it out, Glenn Rivers? Proviso East, 1980. Everybody got to know it. Of course, you know Derrick Rose made the list. Simeon class of two, two, uh, 2007. And, man, go and check this list out. It's a list of a lot of great people and a lot of great Illinois basketball. Brings back a lot of memories going through a few of those. Again, the article is on the Chicago Tribune. It's by Will Larkin and Tim Bannon. Check it out. It's the 100 best Illinois high school basketball players ever. It's men and women, not just one. Not just boys, it's boys and girls, present, past. Go check out that list, man. I think it's very interesting reading, man. So shout-outs to Will Larkin and Tim O'Bannon for putting that list together. Brought back some memories of some greats. When we come back, we'll be closing it out. Our first debut of our two-hour show, it's the High School Holler Sports Show. Holla! Yo, 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 what's up? Are you a sports fan? Do you want to impress your family and friends with the knowledge of the game while in the stands or roaming the sidelines? Well, the High School Hall of Sports Show is looking for you. We are seeking dedicated students from all over Chicago and the suburban high school area to join the H2S2 Sports Reporting Crew. If you want to be a part of the H2S2 Reporting Crew, here's what you need to do. Send an email to H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. Again, that's H2S2 at UrbanFieldHouseMedia.com. And in the subject line type i want to join the h2s2 reporting crew and in 100 words or less tell us about your high school pride and your high school mascot and which team you would like to represent every email will be reviewed so don't hesitate or wait here's the chance to join the h2s2 reporting crew and to get signed up for your school because you never know if we will be at your school next tune in every saturday night from 6 to 7 p.m to the high school holla sports show Hey, ever wanted to make a good impression cooking or grilling for family, friends, or for that first date with the person you just met? Well, let me give you something that can make that meal the real deal. It's Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce. This barbecue sauce delivers a blast of intense flavors that complements not only barbecue and baked beans, oh, but it's oh so sweet. It's a great marinade treat on steaks, and it's sure to amaze when served as a delicious glaze on chicken, turkey legs, and even salmon. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce is exclusively sold in the deli section of Calabria Imports, located at 1905 West 103rd Street. Now put a smile on someone's face and give them the taste of that Sullivan's Original Barbecue Barbecue sauce. It gives every meal a thrill. It's the High School Holler Sports Show. That's our show for this week. Man, we want to say a special thanks to all of our guests for joining us on today's show. George and 
Kara Simcoe, freelance Tribune reporter and, and uh, girls basketball analyst. I like to call him Bob Narain. Also, the boys analyst for high school boys basketball. Our friend and partner the, from the publicleague.com, Eric Vandrell, for joining us. Special thanks to all of our new sponsors, Lux Experience Travel and Sultry Steps, for their sponsorship of the segments throughout the show. We appreciate you listening and joining us for our new time slot here at from 10 to 12, right here. We want to say our apologies for the technical difficulties here that we uh, experienced on Urban Broadcast Media. Man, you know, things happen, but Captain Kirk kept us to work. Man, he put it all together and made it happen for us. So, shouts out to Captain Kirk for doing all the things he does. Man, he's like the MacGyver of running the show. He'll put the show together with a plastic fork and some twine if you if you if you need him to. So Captain Kirk making it work for us. Thanks, shouts out to Captain Kirk. Man, of course, we couldn't do this without you guys, man. We want to thank you for listening and tuning in. And remember, if you miss any parts of today's show, you can go to our website, urbanfieldhousemedia.com, and you can also download us on iTunes under the podcast of Urban Fieldhouse Media, so you can catch us then as well. We want to thank you. We want to remind you, always, always keep God first, man. Be safe out here as we go forth. We want to be greater and better than we were the day before. The hour before or the year before. Man, so keep God first. Keep good and traveling and doing well. Right, quick update. It's at the halftime. Chicago Simeon and Chicago Marshall, the Lady Wolverines, are down to the Lady Commandos. 32 to 20. They're at the half. You can catch the rest of that on our website as well. We're also recruiting for H2S2 reporting crews. So if you're interested, go to the website and figure out how you can become a student reporter for your school. Man, again, God bless and holler at us next week, Saturday mornings, 10 to 12. Peace. The High School Holler Sports Show is produced by Urban Fieldhouse Media, LLC. And today's show was brought to you by the Chatham Management Group, managing the careers of artists, songwriters, producers, and professional athletes from around the globe. Come, let your star shine with us. Digital World Wireless, providing cell phone and wireless needs for the entire South Suburban area. Sullivan's Original Barbecue Sauce, it puts the thrill in every meal you grill. I'm Derek Lottie Hardy, representing the Simeon Wolverines Class of 2000 on the H2S2. Thanks for joining us. But we got to go, Chicago. Holla back next week. Peace, love, and happy. High School Holla.